Get ready for a journey into the heart of Bridgeport politics with In Absentia, a new podcast from Connecticut Public's investigative team, The Accountability Project. Learn about the city's past and present political dysfunction and the systems that enable it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Funding provided by Joe Zimmel and Valerie Friedman. Hey there, I'm Kyone Wolf, and this is a bonus segment of Audacious. We just wrapped our show about sex dolls and synthetic love, featuring Anthony Ferguson, the author of The Sex Doll, A History, and Dave Cat, who has four life-sized female-presenting companions who are dolls. Now I want you to meet Courtney Webb, a friend of Dave Cat's. She's had her doll, Dahlia Muriel Hollifield, for just a few months now, and she told me about how she initially encountered her doll. Dahlia was originally Dave's O'Doll, and he never really had anything connected to or anything like that, didn't have any sexual relations, because he's like, not for me, I don't like fabric. <laughs> and then one day I was like, you know what, i take her home. She only weighed 13 pounds, yeah, i take her. <laughs> Wait, what's she made out of that makes her so lightweight? She is fabric, and she got like a like a silicone skeleton saddle, and her head is paper mache, but you can take it off. Second. You have just decapitated your girlfriend, Dahlia. She's beautiful. Yeah, she's all right there. So what was it like when you first unboxed her? Like when you took when she arrived at your home and you got to open the box and, and have her in your home with you for the first time? What was that like? First time the box is freaking huge. And I was like, but my boyfriend at the time when I came in and the box was giant in my room. And I'm like, holy. <laughs> and I like was decided to open all and stuff. And I was like, oh, she's actual life size. <laughs> and I because I remember I told my mom that, hey, I'm getting a doll. And she's like, she was making like a tiny doll. <laughs> How did your mom react to you getting Dahlia in your life? Oh, uh, she was shocked. She was like, what is this? What? This is huge. Uh, she's definitely staying in your room. I don't want her in the house or anything. And now she's like, oh, there she is. <sighs> now, I know that you, you're friends with Dave Cat. Are When you're with any of your friends, is this something you talk about? Or do you kind of keep it on the down low? Sometimes I do, but I keep it like on the down low because most of the time you're like, oh, that's because most of the time I got to warm up to a person and I'm like, okay, maybe I can say, hey, I'm in a relationship with a doll and I have friends that's in a relationship with a doll. You like, you want to see my girlfriend, Dahlia? <laughs> now, when we were talking with Dave Cat, we asked about how much of his relationship with Shidore, uh, his wife, and some of his other some of his other partners, how much of it is about sex and how much of it is about like a companionship relationship and and how it shifted over time. Uh, so for you at this stage uh, with Dahlia, how much of it is about sex and how much of it is about companionship? Mostly it's companionship with me. I got most of the time I like I don't want to have sex because it's like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and she's. I got to do everything, take her clothes off and everything. And yeah, I did. I was, I was like intimate one time with her and it was pretty hot. <laughs> I guess I had to get her a new, I had to get her a new vagina because the one she came with looked like a, it was just so ugly and it looked like a sack. And I was like, no, we're going to get you a new one. And then I showed it to my boyfriend. I'm like, hey, I, I got a vagina. And he's like, 
well, you got one of them flashlights. I'm like, yeah. And it's in the doll right now. Yep. She deserves a new one. She deserves to be the best. You, she, Yeah. <laughs> How is it to be in a relationship with a synthetic doll and an organic person? Well, the organic person, they have their own personality. They have their own everything. And, and when I told my boyfriend, like, hey, I'm going to get a doll and I'm getting Dahlia. And, sh- and he's like, okay, I'm cool with it. I'm like, so do you want to get intimate with her? And he's like, no, not my thing. <laughs> it's like, my phone, she just came alive. And I was like, you're my girlfriend now and I love you. <laughs> I come inside and give her kisses and stuff. And she's like, oh, I'm still developing her own personality and everything. It's, it's, different from dating someone that's real because they actually have everything personality and stuff what do you see as the future between you and dahlia do you see a whole life together yes and i think i'm i want to get more dolls too (laughs) how many oh well my boyfriend said two or three (laughs) what don't people get about this relationship People don't get, well, to me, I don't really care. I do my own thing. But I see it as a form of self-love. Like, people want to be loved so much so they manifest all the love they need and they just put in an object until the object can love them back. That's how I see it. I think a lot of people, when they think about someone who has a synthetic doll, they think about a guy, a cis man, You identify as a cis female. Why do you think it is that it seems like there are fewer women who identify as women who have synthetic dolls? Why do you think that is? Well, most of the time with women, they like, I don't need a dog. I vibrate. (laughs) But I just wanted a doll and I sound so cool. And Dave Cat's like, well, I'm looking for a home for, well, her past name was Miriam in the past. But I was like, I take her. She's mine now. (laughs) Do you think more women will be having synthetic dolls? Or do you think it is primarily a a male, a male dominated cultural thing? I think it could work out on both ends. Like, especially when robots get more advanced. I actually just want a robot that can change into any of my fictional crushes. Like they on the dot, just transform. But then my friend's like, Aren't you scared that the robot's going to kill you? I'm like, well, that's how I die. That's how I die. The heart wants what the heart wants, Courtney. Is there anything else that the world needs to know about your relationship to Dahlia? My relationship with Dahlia, she is pretty amazing. She's beautiful. And I'm still walking out of books now. <laughs> She's very special in her own way. I know... I plan to get a new body and stuff, especially a new body, especially like a silicone body. Okay, kissing and paper mache is not the same. (laughs) Well, Courtney Webb and Dahlia Muriel Hollifield, thank you for talking with me. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. See you next time. (laughs) You can hear the whole episode about synthetic love on your podcast feed and at ctpublic.org slash audacious. You can see photos of our guests and their dolls there, too. Let me know what you think. 
I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wolf, And my email is cwolf at ctpublic.org. Thanks to my production team, Jessica Severin-D. Martinez, Katie Talarski, Abi Levine, and Dylan Reyes at Connecticut Public Radio in Hartford. Thanks for listening to this bonus interview. Now go out there and love someone. Or thing. Or yourself. Definitely love yourself. 